All right, episode 48 of the Beyond the Cubicle podcast. This is one of my my favorite categories of topics to talk about. You know me, me and my my psychological stuff. (laughs) We're going to travel to the ethereal regions of Brian's mind. Yes. Without any, without any substance. <laughs> yeah, without any substance. No, no psychedelics. You know what I'm saying? None of that. Dude, you'd have been great in the 70s, man. Hey, man, listen. Yeah, yeah, you you'd, have been, you'd have been great in the 70s. Probably a dangerous period. <laughs> uh, <laughs> today, man, we're going to talk about decluttering your mind. It's junk up in there, man. Man. And, 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 it's getting worse. Yeah, so when we're chasing... When we're chasing success uh-huh. and the lives that we desire and the things that we want, right? Mm-hmm. Along the way, things happen to us. Our journeys take detours, and because of that, our minds can be so can become so much of a jumble mess mm-hmm. that sometimes they end up looking like that that famous Jackson Pollock mm-hmm. painting with the scribbles mm-hmm. and the paint mm-hmm. splatters or whatever, mm-hmm. right? So today, what we want to talk about is. Some some ways that we've been reading about that can help us declutter our mind mm. and how those things can help us grow. Absolutely. All right. Episode 48 of the Beyond the Cubicle podcast coming at you right after the intro. It's, you know, sometimes like I end up I just need silence. <laughs> silence is so good sometimes, man. I Dude, guess. you know, on this topic we're playing with today, yeah. do you know that society and life is rushing at you so fast? Yeah. You have to be uh, intentional at, at keeping your focus. You do. You do. Dude, we got news stories, some of them horrible, some of them. What happened? I mean, it's hitting you all day. <clears throat> the music, the the madness, the traffic. I mean, right. you, you have to go out of your way to be okay in the brain. Yeah. Episode 48 of Beyond the Cubicle Podcast. Today we're talking about ways that you can declutter your mind um, that will allow you to grow. Mm. And this is in your career. Um, this is in your personal life as well. These mm. things to be applied there. Um, social media. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at this is BTC. Mm-hmm. Hit us up at the email. Send us your your feedback, your tips, your suggested topics, um, any uh, stories, successes, anything. Uh, hit us up. Um, podbtc at gmail.com. That's pod, P-O-D, mm-hmm. B-T-C, at gmail.com. And we love it when you like us on social media. Absolutely. So hit that like, please. Yeah, and continue to spread the word, man. We we really appreciate everybody who has given us feedback. We really appreciate the uh, the kind words. We really appreciate um, the sharing that has been happening and uh, people um, just commenting on how the things that we discuss here, which is really just based off of our experiences and the experiences of people that we've talked to over the years, mm-hmm. um, and how it's impacting their their journeys in their life, man. And it's really humbling. And can I throw this in there? When we talk about why we do this, correct? Uh, when Brian and I connected, it was just it was magic. And then we kind of said, you know, there's a lot of people out here struggling and in pain. Yep. And when we see those people, and we know them on personal levels, and we know them via uh, emails right. and, and and touch points, 
we want to help. That's it. Um, and, and we get paid off, man. When people write in and say, hey, thank you, or this worked, or whatever, uh, it's a thing that makes us feel really good. Uh, so stay connected with us. If we can coach or help, let us know. Uh, but we do this so that we can help people. That's it, you know. And, and we have a lot of stuff planned that we're really trying to do. Yeah. Um, whether it's um, putting on some small events, putting on some intimate events where we can kind of connect face to face with some of our listeners and viewers, um, going out to colleges and things like that, and, and trying to speak to our younger generations before they enter the workforce. Please. Um, that's a yeah. There, there's a lot. So yeah. You know, keep us in your thoughts. Keep us in your prayers. If you do that. And just, uh, you know, keep sharing, man. We Absolutely. really appreciate it. Absolutely. So, prefacing this topic, man, the number of people who have been diagnosed or are expressing mm -hmm. anxiety today mm -hmm. has skyrocketed. Absolutely. In the last 20, 25 years, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, it's crazy. And, you know, I, I never would have thought that I myself would be dealing with it until um, I started doing my own research on it uh, a couple years ago. You start reading about what it really is, and you start analyzing your feelings and the different stresses that you that you have and how you react to them, and you start to realize, shoot, I am dealing with a little bit of that. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. our, our minds can process and take on so much, Absolutely. but they can also be overwhelmed. Society right now, mm -hmm. they're finding anxiety in children oh, is already overwhelming them. My, my daughter? Yeah. Already they're overwhelmed, yeah. frightened, uh, just by new society, billboards, what's coming at them. It's different. When, and it's hard on them. Yeah. When, when I, like, my, my, my nine-year-old mm -hmm. was telling us one day that she was stressed because of school. And I'm thinking, like, yo, it's the third grade, yo. <laughs> but when you think about it, man, just societal pressure, man, like there is a an unspoken expectation for everybody to achieve at a certain level. Absolutely. That if you don't, you're con almost considered a failure. Right. And so as parents and as friends and as coworkers and partners or whatever— you know, I think we end up oftentimes um, having to find ways to combat that and help the people that we care about try to see another way. And hopefully they help us in when yeah. we're going through that, too. Yeah, we've got to do that. Let me go back and give you where it starts. Okay. This is going to be uh, uh, when we start looking at generations. Mm -hmm. Back in the before time, as mm -hmm. my grandkids will do and my kids when they're being extremely disrespectful, <laughs> in the olden days... There was, you started school in the first grade. Yeah. Mm. In the first grade. Right. Later on, they feathered in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Now, because two parents oh, are working, God. these kids... I'm getting this now. Are okay. starting to go to school at three and four years old. By the time they get to first grade, they've already been in school for three years. We put in a new curriculum. The math, you know, when when my son was doing math, he would come home, and I'm glad he's a math whiz. Right. Because I looked at this math. <laughs> I said, as a, any good father would, oh, yeah. hey, you need some help? He said, no, I got it. I'm looking at the math. Going, hey, Thank you. Scott, <laughs> there is no, what they are doing to these kids and what they are learning, yeah. think about it. 
Ask your nine-year-old daughter what her math homework it is, and you're going to notice you might have done that later. You might have done that in middle school in the old days. Yes. A lot of the things that they're learning that she's learning oh. in the third grade oh. has time, was time-shifted. So the curriculums right. are getting tougher and tougher. That's just one part of it. Right. Um, kids growing up where we were, schools were sacred. Mm-hmm. Our kids look at TV and see the other kids getting shot. Yeah. So what is happening to these folks now, they're getting stressed out because mm-hmm. the stress is real. Society is changing. And my people of faith, yeah. you know, we don't give it up because we know how it ends. Right. But it's still stressful. It's mm-hmm. still a pain to walk out of your house and say, okay, day, here's where we're going to start. Right. So, yeah, it's a thing. <sighs> All right. <laughs> so let's jump right into some tips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some of these tips I think you might actually be, some people might actually be surprised at um, at the suggestion because it's 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 counterintuitive Some of them are. to what society says we need to be doing. Absolutely. Right. Your first one? Yeah, absolutely. That's the reward. <laughs> so the first tip is avoid multitasking. Well, no. Okay. It's the reason they created cell phones, Eric. <laughs> Dude, I was around before pagers. Yeah. So I don't want to tell y'all what I did. I was too, but I was but, young. <laughs> The pager error was I my was, error. I was a grown man <laughs> yeah. with, with pagers. And what would, what it was, I remember I was working in Oakland, San Francisco, right. and somebody wanted me. It was mm-hmm. pager time. Mm-hmm. So I looked down at the pager. I'm in traffic, and I realized I can't call them. And I'm in a city I don't normally work in, which means... Got to get to a pay phone. So when I got to the pay phone, they said, hey, I said, I'm in traffic. Oh, okay. Now... Now businesses expect you to call back. I remember watching a, 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 an accounting uh, VP. Mm-hmm. No matter if it's people <clears throat> on vacation or not, when I call you, I expect within two hours for you to call me the back. The company gave you a phone. On a company phone. So the multitasking. Now, here's the myth of multitasking. All my psych people out there, you know this. There's no such thing as multitasking. It's really not. There is super fast switching between tasks. I just I just I just read about this late last year. Okay. And I think I watched like a video on it too. It was fascinating to me because it was like the brain can process information at such a rapid speed. Yes. That it feels like yes. we're doing things at the same time. Right. But you're not. And but but then even logically, right? Like how <laughs> And I guess sometimes we we suspend our like I've, I think I've said this before how we can suspend our rational thinking on things. Yes. So we say we're multitasking, right? But we, in the same breath, we'll we'll say to our kids or to other people that we're coaching or whatever, you can't split your focus. Stay focused. <laughs> you can't split your focus because <laughs> one thing is not going to be taken care of. Yeah. In its proper manner. Yeah. Yeah. But yet we say we need to multitask. What happens is most of us, and the way the mind the mind is an amazing thing. We were so created, amazing. We were created. What happens is there are certain routines mm-hmm. that once that's been imprinted, mm-hmm. um, we can do the routine without a lot of conscious thought if the routine isn't uninterrupted. Uh, yeah. If you're driving to work, yeah, and it's the same every yeah. morning, it's yeah. the same thing. I trust me, I know. <laughs> you're not, a, dude. You're at work yeah. before you said. Man, how did I get here? What did what? 
If I ask you what lane you turned in, you don't remember? There have been times where I have had to, like, I have to drop my daughter off at school. Yeah. And I'm going to work. I'm just like, oh, shoot, I got to drop. I'm just, I'm on auto. <laughs> the automatic. I'm you on take auto. the wrong exit yeah. off. So what auto. happens? It's not an issue of multitasking. It's an issue in routine. I don't have to think about it. Mm -hmm. Therefore, your mind does drift off, drift off. But your subconscious, if you come out of that lane, mm -hmm. oh, man. Or Same somebody way. comes by, whoa, what am I doing? Yeah. And to multitask at work, you really can't. Yeah, I've tried it. You're kind of half doing mm -hmm. both of them. Exactly. That's really what you Exactly. Yeah. And so that stresses out the mind when you try to do that with more than two tasks for sure. Oh, oh. And so if there are thoughts running around in your mind that are constantly competing with each other, like, man, I wish I was here. Oh, I need to do this. Oh, I need to do that. Man, I wish I was a better. Oh, here, you got to do this. And you're trying to do it. Yeah. It's like the brain is just, I can almost short circuit in a way. Right. Absolutely. And so, you know, avoid multitasking as a way to calm the mind for that period. Absolutely. All right. Uh, next tip. The next one is keep a journal. And I like that one because if you're keeping a journal, you can actually write down some things mm -hmm. that kind of catalog, how did I do this the last time? Right. You, you can write down processes and, and those kind of things. And one of the one of the aspects of journaling is kind of like the unstructured thought, right? Mm -hmm. And so the purpose of it is supposed to just be like, there's some stuff rambling around in my brain. I need to express it. Here's a form of that expressing mm -hmm. through the pen or pencil, right? Or typing, whatever, whichever it may be. But there's a, there's something that they call like the the um, stream of conscious writing. Mm -hmm. Which is, I'm not thinking, it's just first thoughts that come to my mind, I'm just typing. And what they've said is, sometimes when you do that long enough and you go back and read it, you can pick out patterns mm -hmm. of your thoughts oh, yeah. that can help you key in on the things that are causing you anxiety or stress or whatever, right? Uh, so yeah, keeping a journal... A journal can help declutter the mind. Absolutely. Uh, I've worked with somebody, they call it mind mapping. Yes. And they'll go to the board, write the word in the middle, the things that branch off from that. Yeah. It just allows you to kind of capture that uh -huh. and not feel like your brain is exploding. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Correct. All right. Uh, next tip. Ooh, I like this one. Declutter, and, and I can definitely speak to this one. Declutter your workspace mm -hmm. and your home. Junkie monkey. Man, <laughs> you would be amazed. Yeah. Like, we, you, yeah, you'd be amazed. My desk at work mm -hmm. is r ridiculous. It's, it's, it's sparse. Mm -hmm. There's not much on there. So it, it kind of goes in an L. Mm -hmm. On my left side, I have a couple folders, mm -hmm. like my little coffee cup or whatever over here. And then the rest of the desk, there's one picture in the corner over here, and my monitors are up, and that's it. You know, that's how your mind works. It does. So if we start talking about something, you say, okay, now let's look at this thing. Yeah. Okay. Do, 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 do. My desk, the paper has been mating <laughs> and yielding offspring for most of the month. <laughs> so, so what happens is... <laughs> When I finally have too much, yeah. I'm like, "All right, this sucks." <laughs> yeah, I either pick it up, going like, "Okay," and I'll do a hand sort, right. trash, or another file. Now imagine if 
declutter your desk oh, more often. Absolutely. In, How it would improve the thought. In fact, if I have anything big, yeah. I do clean up my office. You have to. Because my brain will go... If I'm trying to be creative, I've got to every, yeah. every, got to be cleaned up. So in my house, there are uh, there were three people that were using the office. Okay, right? me, my wife, and my uh, my oldest, my son, um, all using it at various times. Right, got it. And all of us have different habits of organization. Got it. All of us have different work habits or whatever. Right, but there are times, man, where I would I would have work that I needed to do. I couldn't go in that office <laughs> because it's like I don't feel like straightening it up. Yeah, and I'm such my pet peeve is such uh, my pet peeve about the desk being cluttered. Yeah, it's so intense. Can't do it. I can't do it. You go to the table. Here's the next thing: uh-huh. the entire rest of the office can look like crap. <laughs> but that desk, but that desk has to be clear <laughs> because if you think about it, when you're working at a desk, yeah. most of your focus is is kind of paired in the little square space. anyway. That's it. And so it's like if the rest of the room looks like, you don't know, you know, a bomb got set off or something. As long as that desk is clear, I'm good. Now, let me give you a psych uh, uh, insight. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't come from me. It came from somebody that was definitely better studied than myself. Mm-hmm. When you go into a cluttered room, mm-hmm. the more the lines are contiguous, mm-hmm. the more peaceful the brain waves. Mm-hmm. Every time I look at something, my mind has to register it, and I've got to process that. Right. That's why homes that are minimalists yeah. and offices that are minimalists are more peaceful. Now, there's something, you know, my grandmother had decorations. She came from another era. So Man, we, had, we had Nick of Knacks, oh and God. she had 7,000. Oh. I remember her organ in her home, beautiful home, yeah. with stuff. Yeah. I remember there were three lamps on the top, two on the side, one in the back. I'm like, for what? <laughs> how much light? We never turned them on because there was no reason. But they were crystal and they were whatever and they're whatever. And there was so much, if you walked in the room, you couldn't have another thought other than, man, it's a lot of lamps over there. There's a lot of lamps in here. Yeah. So decluttering uh-huh. is for the mind itself, physiologically, is good. So there, there is a minimalist, min, minimalist, that's a hard word, man. Yeah. Minimalist movement that's yeah. out there. Yeah. Matter of fact, there's this podcast um, with these guys that kind of wrote books and stuff like that. They've been yeah. doing their show for a while called The Minimalist Podcast. Yep. I've listened to a few episodes on there. and um, It's real. Yeah, and, and they kind of talk about the minimalist philosophy and different mm-hmm. ways to achieve it. And um, it's very, very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. In my my heart of hearts mm-hmm. would love mm-hmm. to practice minimalism. Yeah, but we got families. Yep, and my... That's... Honestly, that would be another thing that would add clutter if I... If, yeah. When you're doing that, trying to manage so many other things, you have to prioritize, right? But if you can get around to creating the habit of keeping, at, at the minimum, at the minimum, keeping certain spaces... Yeah. Decluttered. Your workspace at work. Yep. And if you're at home, your bedroom. Yep. Your relaxed room. And if you have an office, your office. Those three spaces can be decluttered. Absolutely. And I think that helps the mind generally stay it help does. help it stay decluttered. It does. Um number four. Uh talk to somebody. Yeah, man. Well, Tried you know, and true. You know we can just say, hey, man, what does this look like? Tried and true. Um, and 
in a world that's moving like it is, it's to. so cool to have somebody to talk to. Mm-hmm. And they just kind of let you know, I'm not crazy. They're experiencing it, too. There's madness. It's going to be okay. Yeah. It's just it, so many reasons to have somebody you're connected yeah, with. Yeah, we were built for socialization. Yep. And, and part of socialization is communication. Yeah. And because we were built for that, right, it it helps so much just to be able to get stuff out. That's the issue. You know what I mean? That's you got to get it out. Can somebody listen? So find someone that you trust. Yep. If you if you have a difficult time doing that, yeah. then I would definitely say seek professional, a professional ear, mm-hmm. right? Therapist. Um, we don't talk about it enough, especially in some of our minority communities, mm. how okay it is to seek that. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, but find, yeah, find somebody to talk to where you can get some of these things out to help help. you, again, declutter the mind. Get some help. Yeah. Next one is (laughs) take a break from the media. (laughs) Please take a break. Not this show, but everybody else's. Not this this one. (laughs) Dude, dude. Okay, first of all, can I talk about television a little bit? Go. I used to hate adults telling me, you're watching too much television. Television is pure madness. It First is. of all, it's super political, so you got to hate somebody. In the old days, politics was we voted differently than we had lunch. Right. Now I've got to hate you, so I can't watch it for that. Uh, Nickelodeon used to be, be about kids, mm-hmm. but now I'm watching half-naked people dance around on Nickelodeon. I said, okay, that's not good anymore. Right. Um, Home Shopping Network is trying to sell me crap. Not only do I not need, but I don't have the money to buy anyway. anyway. Um, except for the weather... Uh, and some nature shows. Right. I'm trying to figure out what it is. Now, I'm not bashing TV, but I am. I'm just saying turn it off because there's so much negativity on some days, and mm-hmm. you should never watch it. Mm-hmm. But unless it's your favorite show that you can Tebow or something that you really, really like, don't let that randomness just blow between your ears. No, no, no. If you like something, record it, keep moving. Keep moving. Take, take, take a break. And that, that means, like... Sometimes it's okay to, to unplug from social media, yeah. from television, from, I mean, even podcasts. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I mean, it, it could be for an hour. Yeah. It could be for a few hours. It could be for a day, however long you feel you need to just allow your mind to kind of just settle, focus on other things, and not add more clutter and yeah. more anxiety and more anxiousness to it, right? Um, Did you go camping with us a couple years ago? Uh, out west, H-E-B? H-E-B? Yeah. yeah, I've been a few times. Yeah. I love man, so... We, we, we go out to Camp West Texas, and we're down in this gully, valley. valley. Yeah. There's no signal. You can't watch TV. Your phone doesn't work. And there is a spiritual exhale. You just... And there's rivers and canyons and trees, and you just... Come back refreshed, man. You come back, and as soon as you get close, you turn the news on again. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> Murder, death, kill, yada, right. yada, yada. So, yeah, unplug. All right, next one. Take time to unwind. Um, A faith thing, and, I, mm-hmm. you know, without any um, uh, uh, specific reference, um, one day a week, right. I cut it off. Mm-hmm. And there is a difference. And uh, I heard some people saying, well, you know, if you take a day off a week, a lot of people go to church and whatever, you know, what's the benefit? If you actually cut everything off for that day, 
and you added that up, that would be 52 days out of a year mm-hmm. that you allowed your blood pressure to go down, mm-hmm. that you allowed your your adrenal glands to get some rest, Correct. that you allowed the fight-or-flight syndrome to kind of leave you. If you did that one day, you would physically be healthier than the person that did not. Yep. And everybody unwinds in a different way. That's true. And, um, you know, <laughs> whether it's... I 70s flashbacks. Whether it's taking a walk. Yep. Taking a jog. Yep. Meditating. Uh, reading a book. Uh, some people unwind by having a cold one. <clears throat> watching some TV. You, you, know, need, you know what I mean? You need to let it... You need to let it go. Yeah. And I'm wondering, what do you think about this? At the end of the day, okay, you've been at work, you've come home, you fought traffic. Mm-hmm. Do you need a minute to, to to let it go? Every day, bro. Okay. Every day. And without that, aren't you a little bit more on edge? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Like when I when I when I get home and I have to hop out of the truck yeah. and go straight in the house with no break. And bang, 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 you're on it. Yeah, and bang, 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 I'm on it. Like I can feel the frazzle starting to happen. <laughs> and it's like, all right, I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> I ain't doing nothing. I'm just sitting in there. You know what I'm saying? I'm just chilling. I'm sitting on the edge of the tub. Yeah. Just going like, I ain't not- Yeah. Because I know as long as I'm in there, ain't nobody bothering <laughs> you. Got, you got to have time to, you know? to, to unwind. Yeah, man. take time to unwind. Last one, man. Uh, don't be afraid to let go. What episode was impatience? That was forty six. Okay, I'm 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 getting this getting this vibe here. Mm-hmm. Some stuff is just not important. <laughs> nah, <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> and not to your life. No, no, no. And I think that's no. the perspective that we gotta keep. And even even the stuff, <laughs> even the stuff that is important yeah that may yeah. cause us stress yeah we have to find a way kind of like what we talked about before with transferring the energy right find a way to either a transfer the negative energy into a positive one or b um figure out what that means for today yeah yes yeah for, you know what i mean for right I think we we letting go. Mm-hmm. I need to know what's important for me. You're right today, today. on this journey. Yeah. For instance, I, if you've ever been sick and stayed home, you have watching TV. Mm-hmm. It sucks. I got 900 channels. There's only three that are playing anything that are worth anything. Right. So I went to the soap operas. I couldn't remember them, and I watched <laughs> the soap operas. Dude, these people are arguing about other people's business. Yeah. Well, I just don't agree because you know she did this, he did that. I'm like, why do they care? And I love you, your wife, your kids, y'all, y'all family. But if you decided you wanted to buy a red car, dude. No, I'm not arguing with my wife about your car. I can't even have a thought about your no. red car. I'd be like, dude, you good? All right. I'm more concerned, are you okay? Is our relationship okay yeah. than what you do? And I think sometimes down here, I hear people that are taking on causes mm. and they're in situations they don't even need to be in, and it's stressful. I watched TV shows and felt my blood pressure go up. Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, that's the show. I don't even know those people. In nah. fact, it's fake. Yeah. 
I done shot people and jumped out of planes and all that yeah. kind of foolishness. So what do I need to let go on a daily basis so that my mind isn't cluttered mm -hmm. and I'm not getting that tight feeling? And if it's somebody else's business? Yeah, absolutely. Or a situation I got nothing to do with? Yeah. Oh, come on, man. Yeah, and like, and like I said, even if it is important, yeah, is there something that I can come back to my mind is less cluttered? Yeah. So can I let it go for today? Yeah. And I can deal with it when my mind is less cluttered. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, man. Another one in the books, number 48 <laughs> of the Beyond the Cubicle podcast, decluttering your mind for growth. Yes. Um, a quick recap on the tips that we that we doled out today. Got it. Uh, avoid multitasking mm -hmm. or multitasking, however you choose to say it. Mm -hmm. Keep a journal. That's right. Declutter your workspace and your home. Mm -hmm. Talk to someone, a friend or professional. Mm-hmm. Take a break from media. Mm -hmm. Take time to unwind. And don't be afraid to let go. Yeah. That's it. That works. That wraps up this one. Yes. Catch y'all next week. Mm -hmm.